everyone, this is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bosman, and joining us this week is Ian Hink. Hi. Ben Moore. Yo! And Brandon Jones. I'm back. And let me just explain <laughs> this. Yeah, this is not a regular episode of the Easy Allies <laughs> Podcast. This is a love and respect only episode. I like you buzz too. You're like, ah, my name's Kyle, and this... This is the Easy Allies podcast. When do I, yeah, when do I let them down? When do I say that yeah. everything that happened this and week the in the news will not out. be discussed? This was recorded a week prior to the one you're watching it in. So we have no idea what has befallen mm-hmm. the earth. Forgive me, I've taken a Thanksgiving break and I am enjoying it. Are you? Yeah, you having baby. a good time, pal? I'm having a good time, nice. relaxing. It's good to know. It's crazy. Been working Nintendo too much. Yeah. Sorry, what's up? Can't believe Nintendo yeah, went out of it's business. It's crazy this week that Nintendo closed their doors forever. I got to move on, though. You know, I got to take my break. I'll, I'll deal with it when I get back. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll we'll deal with all of that. Yeah. Feels good for now. Uh, of course, we cannot start a love and respect only episode without first Rufus playing us in. Oh, of course. Rufus, take it away, buddy. Love and respect. Oh, boy. I've got... I, before we started, I was just looking through these pages. I, I have just as many questions I could ask, answer, that I have just... i, I got to toss them away. It's a lot. Thank you, everyone, all. who always hands in love and respects. Uh, always appreciated. And they're always good. Uh, I want to start off with this one because we get this beginning question. We get the beginning part of this question a lot. And so it's nice to see this angle on it. Uh, this will make more sense as I as we bring it in. Hi, allies. I've been passing a video games depression for the last year. For several reasons, working eight hours a day, the main, the main reason, I've been playing less and less video games, even though my interest for them remained intact. I kept buying and my collection kept growing. I just didn't feel like playing video games. But recently, it's been like a rebirth. I've recovered the passion that I had lost. And even though I still don't have so much time, I'm playing more and I'm enjoying video games again. Have you been through this? What games made you overcome this situation? In my case, it was Deus Ex Mankind Divided, Yakuza 4, and Shin Megami Tensei 4. What is this? What is their name? What is this person's name? Love and Respect, Oriol Suirana. You are Awesome. <laughs> Sierrana. Oriol Sierrana. It also says pronounce it however you can, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> knowing that I would F this up. Uh, P.S. Sorry Perfect. for my English. I am from Spain. You did great, Oriol. You seemed exactly fine. I'm so... You, I, we do get the beginning of that a bunch. Just like, how do... You know, does this ever happen to you? You run out of time. How do you deal with it? To get this thing where it's just like, hey, I got through it. Here's how I did it. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Have any of you in the panel ever had this happen in your life? I can remember many instances of the first part where you just don't, you just get burnt out. It's especially because it's our, our work, you know, mm-hmm. it's really tough, like, differentiating the thing that I have to play because I had scheduled it for a stream because I was going to review this versus now I finally have some free time. Ugh, what do I, you know, what do I want to invest in? And I think a lot of the things for me, um, well, I, I wouldn't necessarily say this was me stepping out of video games. But something that happened last year that I was not expecting was... Uh, I really wanted to get back into The Witcher. Like, I started playing Witcher, I put like 10 hours into it, and then just moved on to like so many other games. Months went by. It was like the end of the summer. I was like, I should probably get back 
into Witcher, but I don't remember where I was or what I was doing or anything. And so I think, um, and I eventually just did. I think I, think I picked it up for 20 minutes and was like, oh, here we go. I'm back. You know, like, yeah. I'm, you know, like not only back, but like sucked into it. I still haven't played the second DLC, but I think it's, I, I think one of the things better that, than the Witcher. That, that trips me up uh, going into that is uh, there's a big difference between a game that you know you can play for an hour and then the, I, I'm not going to really like kick myself for not playing that anymore. A lot of the games that are on my docket are like huge experiences. And so it's like, if it doesn't, if it's not immediately calling you into it, it's like tough to like jump into a game that you're gonna want to expect yourself to play for eight or ten or twelve more hours. Ben Moore, has there ever been a point in your life <laughs> when you said, you know what, I'm kind of burnt out on video games? <laughs> has that ever happened to you? It did. It did, it did happen once. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. What was that time? It's just uh, it's a bit of a story. Um, Whoa. I, Here we go. So in high school. For like the first three years of high school, I was just a total slacker. Like I just didn't care about sure. school. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't try very hard, um, and was you know angsty, rebellious teen. Um, and then senior year, I had this moment where I'm like, oh my god, like I have to do something with my life. And I was really, really, really passionate and into video games, but I'm like, I can't make video games a career, can I? And so I like I convinced myself like. Oh no! I, I should do something that that might I actually might have a chance at a future. And I wanted to become a doctor, and then I was going to become a, a programmer. And eventually, I went through this process of self discovery and realized, you know what, world, I don't care what you say. I love video games. I'm going to find a way to make this work. And I did. Uh, so that's whole, that whole story. What um, was the game though? Would you come back to? What was the game that turned it all around for me? Yes. Uh, Street Fighter Four. Believe it or not. Hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Street Fighter Four. Um, you were like, I don't want to save lives. I want to play video games. <laughs> yep. No, Street Fighter 4. Uh, Street Fighter was a series that I loved as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I played Street Fighter 2. <laughs> Didn't really play Street Fighter 3 growing up, but I played uh, Alpha 3 a lot. But, like... Alpha I, 3 I loved. I didn't understand Street Fighter. I didn't know how to understand Street Fighter. And uh, I just, like, mashed my way through it and had fun. You know, we'd play through arcade mode or whatever. Um, but never saw the level of depth that I wanted to. And it wasn't because I didn't believe it was there. I just didn't know how to access it. But then I had a senpai, like it was this friend of mine that I had who was much older than me, who I thought was the coolest guy in the world, was actually really good at Street Fighter and taught me. And it was like that mind expanding moment where I was like, oh no, I'm appreciating this on a much deeper level. Video games are awesome. And yeah, that was the moment for me. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I want to say how to get through it though. Yeah. Because I have an idea and it's worked for me uh, in similar circumstances, the video game Pivot, I'm a big fan of. Yes. Um, when there's that game or that genre that you've been putting off for a very long time, and you're like, oh, this is too intimidating, or, you know, I just don't have time for that right now. When you are feeling in that video game funk and you don't know what to do, give go in that direction. Go in the hardest opposite direction that you can. Like, maybe now it is time to give Crusader Kings 2 a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it is time <laughs> to visit those old LucasArts adventure games. Because I think when you're in that funk, you're looking for a way to get out. And so things that you wouldn't have patience for or inhibitions like intimidation, you know, maybe put by the wayside. Nice. So Nice. Great answer. Ian, you ever felt that funk? You ever oh, said, yeah. you know what, I don't enjoy video games right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it, it, I, I mean, like, yeah, struggling with depression back in the day and all that is is one thing where you just kind of lose interest in everything. But um, the thing that gets me is uh, lately is guilt over wasting time. Mm-hmm. If a, if I feel like a game isn't good enough, I feel bad for for not 
doing something else. Like, I'm like, oh, I can make, be making a song right now. I should be editing something. I should be writing something, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, so it's like, oh, okay, I shouldn't be playing this. Um, for me, I think that trying out things and not being afraid of stopping them is good because then you do give them a chance and you don't really feel bad if you don't follow through all the way. Um, there's a financial aspect to that though. I mean, sometimes you can get a refund other times you've played too long or whatever, you know? Um, so I'd say be judicious about the games that you purchase. Um, but for me, I mean, we're in a unique thing too, because I will get games with the express purpose and intent of streaming them. And that kind of motivates me to play them too, because I also feel like I'm doing, achieving something while I'm streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I always yeah, like games streaming's that... Streaming is fun for that reason. Streaming is Absolutely. really good for that reason, because you're like, oh, I'm still achieving something. I'm doing mm-hmm. my work, yeah. you know, also. Communicating with chat. Yeah, and and it feels good, because, you know, you're hanging out with your friends. And, um, yeah, but games that challenge you, or, like, that help you to grow somehow, like, develop a skill set, too. Like, the mm-hmm. Souls games, you know, make you better at kind of combat and thinking and situational awareness and stuff like that uh, are also good. But yeah, I mean, also just... Don't, it's important when you're feeling, especially when you're feeling depressed, is don't, you don't have to feel guilty for feeling that way. You don't Mm -hmm. have to feel bad for feeling bad. It's okay. It's fine. Like, you're not, it isn't your fault that you're not feeling up to playing games right now. Just, yeah. Just, you know, yeah, go with don't it. Don't force yourself it's to fine, do it and you not know, enjoy you, it and then you have more guilt. Don't, yeah. yeah, don't don't let your ego tell you that you're bad for not wanting to do these things. That's not That's the case. That's super good. Yeah. You are, you are fine. Everything's fine. If you eventually want to play games again, that's great. And I think that, that trying something else that to get yourself out of your funk or maybe going back to a game that you used to love will reawaken that like play symphony of the night again or whatever you know Mm -hmm. but just make sure that you don't you know if you're if you're struggling with that you don't don't feel the need to beat yourself up about it yeah Hmm. great that's a fun way to start this thank you uh for such a cool question do we need to do the prove it ticket or no no prove it ticket okay you can't play love and respect only. It's just love and respect. Play. Love and respect. What's up? Casual. Casual, Casual episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to think though, like I, if I ever had a video games depression, had a lot of depression, still yeah. do. I don't know if there's ever a moment where I said I quit video games. I mean, mm. there's moments I said I quit the Wii. There's moments I said I quit yeah, yeah. the PlayStation Two. But I feel like I've always just still had like a little thing with me. But I carry the, the PlayStation there's, there's Two. Definitely moments though, like yeah. where I've been overworked. Where I'll finally like have that on a Saturday evening, where it's like Amanda's gone. I'm like, oh, this is it. I just, I, you know, I'm, I should be so excited right now. I've got four hours to do, yeah, play anything I want, and then uh-huh. I got all these games preloaded on my PS4, and I just don't feel like playing anything, you know. And yeah. it's just like I can't believe this. I can't believe the, I got my Steam library. I got my 3DS. I got an Xbox One. I got the Wii U. I got a PS4. Got all this stuff, and I can't. And then I start kicking myself because then it's like, yeah. how what an uncultured swine I am that there's nothing I can think of. <laughs> I get, there's no suggestion into, that's been made. I run into kind of like the exact opposite of that, where I'm like, man, I really want to play a game right now. What is it? What game is it? Like, I know the feeling I want this game to give me. And then I like look through my Steam library, think through my PlayStation library, and I'm like, what? I don't... Uh, and then I just never figure it out, and I just look at Facebook or whatever. The last hour and a half of Uncharted 4 just keeps staring at me from that PS4 bar, like, come on! I'm like, I, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to you, I'm sorry. The epilogue's my favorite part of that game. Gotta... Yeah, get to that epilogue, John. Get to the epilogue. All right. 
Um, you know what? I thought of a couple. I thought of a couple just now, and it's weird. It's both a uh, summertime thing, so maybe I'm feeling what you were with that eight-hour work week. Uh, it was um, who? It was hooking up the GameCube again and setting up my speakers with it and playing through Pikmin. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine playing through Pikmin like four years after it came out, and you're mm. back from college, and you're like, oh, this game is still super good. Yeah. Uh, Replayed it on the Wii when they re-released it. Uh, or was you, that Pikmin Two? Did they re-release? Oh, they released both Pikmin One and Pikmin ah, Two. Yep, oh, but the first time I played through Pikmin Two, it was on the Wii. Okay, and so you're right. I did use of those weird controls. Don't like Pikmin Two. The dungeons make no sense. No context. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> I, wow. Okay. It's just playing stupid. <laughs> I have stopped Pikmin Two. Those got, dungeons make me so mad. Man. I got yeah. I got like six floors down yeah. into a dungeon. Lost every single Pikmin I owned. Yeah. All gone. Yeah. I was like, all right, well, that was fun. They're like, let's, let's make Pikmin this. more challenging. Let's just put dungeons in Pikmin. It's like, what? You think that's the enjoyment we get out of Pikmin is little weird, stupid dungeon challenge rooms? Get out of here. I greatly enjoy all of the three Pikmin games. I know, much. I know, because I know there's people who always like, I say Pikmin 1's the best. They're like, no, it's 2. It's like, yeah, that's, okay. It's not. It's not 2. Nothing feels like Pikmin 1. Yeah, true. nothing feels like Pikmin 1. Ben, you just handled, you said it the right way. I said it the way that no, no, no. people. No, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah. No. I no respect. I disagree with myself. Because uh, like, if you do like the challenge, <laughs> uh-uh. if you're in, if you are in for challenge, I do like the challenge. Pikmin Two is like heck yeah, challenge. put me in that dungeon. Let's go levels. I'm ready to make every Pikmin survive. Like I get it. I truly do get that. Uh, you know, I just like to speak in a certain way. Um, <laughs> uh, the other one was uh, PlayStation Two, getting that back and playing through Kingdom Hearts Two. Just like a game that like came out, and I was like, man, I really miss my PS2 right now. And I'm like, just trying to be too cool for it. And then finally getting to play through Kingdom Hearts 2 and just loving the part everybody hates, where they're just like, Roxas, no. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. Do, do you know what's so great about the PS2? Yeah. No matter who you are, I don't care who you are, viewer, there's always some weird, awesome PS2 game you haven't played yet. Oh, there's always yeah. oh, something sure. to dig the PS2 up. There rules. are 100 awesome games you haven't played yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah, you can't say it about any other console. There are so many PS2 games that are amazing that mm-hmm. you, you just don't even know, man. Yeah. So oh, yeah, video yeah. Games I, I have felt, I felt that thing where it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, video games are so good. Yeah. I felt that... I felt that many times in my Spider-Man life. Spider-Man 2 is so good! Yakuza 4, wow, what a pick. Um, here we go, quick question. Gotta mix it up with some of the speedy ones. Hi, allies, quick question. Where did your black, red, and white color scheme come from? Love and respect, O-Layer 3. Uh, I think I just kind of... No, that that red was hilarious. I, re- I remember us going... Just oh, yeah, like, we were... It was so funny to sit in the room with all the other allies and be like, purple? And we're like... <gasps> Yeah, we were, I had it up on your TV. Purple, like yeah. yellow. And I was no, just not yellow. No, like dicking green, around in like, Photoshop. Green, but not. No, like we 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 went through it. We yeah. we, we we drove down the Rainbow Road for. But he just looked at all the colors. But I because remember this was like this was like the third or fourth one I put up. Yeah. This lo- the logo. And we just kept coming back to it. Yeah. Red was so good. And though. then we just kept. There's a lot of problems with red. It's it's an it's Sith. It's inherently a negative color. Well, and they're the GameStop. Uh, that was like, a big thing. The big us. thing was like they're the GameStop colors, and they're like, is that the GameStop font? And I'm like, no, that's a different font. But like red bleeds like hell. Whenever you put red in video. It just kind of gets, or you, yeah. you compress an image with the red color. Yeah, yeah. It it looks really nasty. It definitely yeah. Yeah. blooms out. Um, we couldn't help uh, it. It just looked the best. Just, it just looks so good. But also, we I do like the alternate colorways, as the shoe people say, um, on the the t-shirts that we do, like the black and white one, or the some of the the purple green white one. Purple green one's sick. Uh, yeah, I think that one's sick. Yeah. yeah, my favorite is that. 
uh, I did that shirt for a very specific reason. Somebody tweeted at me. They're like, are those colors what I think they are? And I'm like, they sure are. And I'm just like, cool colors. Yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, also stark difference nod. from the white, uh, blue, yellow, orangey, yellowish game trailers color scheme. I, I do think Ooh, that. Yeah, that's so it's nice point. to just kind of dart out in another yeah, direction. Yeah, it kind of, I don't know if we were conscious of that, but it definitely felt right. Mm-hmm. I think we were. No, I think yeah. we were, because for a little while we were like blue and white, and we were like, that's basically no, the old we done thing. that. Yeah. And we're like, okay, yeah, let's not do that. Easy, yeah, we go by feel. We go by feel. I really do love the logo, though. Yeah? It's yeah. good. It's a little self-serving, but we felt that one so hard. Yeah. I love it a lot. And that font is cool. It's a good font. Avenir like, Next like Heavy. I, like, I, I, I did not do Next Heavy. I think I did Next Bold for Cup of Jones. Oh. And then like once I was three episodes in, I was like, well... And when I noticed I had been making that mistake, oh, I was like, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, just, yeah. I'm using my own Avenir style for Cup of Jones. What's Cup so, of Jones? Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's not special. It's a little side project. Jones, I think it's so special. And I think you do, like, I got actually a lot of love and respect questions referring to your most recent love and uh, oh, Cup of Jones. About love and respect. A lot of love and respect. Meta. Good episode. Yeah. Thank you. Good that episode. was a great episode. I mean, why would you not promote it? Why would you True say story? Well, it was just like super casual podcast story time. Yeah. I almost lost that. I, I, I recorded, if you notice, I'm wearing the same outfit, uh, and I actually had makeup on, because I was on live with YouTube Gaming beforehand, so I was like, oh. I gotta get a camera now, I didn't even <laughs> shave for this podcast, yeah. uh, and um, and it was, the camera's already set up, and I sat down, and I'm like, let me record this meet and greet info details thing, and then I'll record this thing after that, and I plug it into my laptop, my laptop's like, there's only one video file on here, I'm like, no, mm. there's two, mm. and they were like, no, so I like, re- like fixed the card within the camera, replugged in the game, my laptop's like, no, I'm like, I, I really want that, I don't want to... Get on camera and like, what did I say about like respecting right. people or something? Right. I don't know. I'll just wing it a second time. Because it's like, emotional. It's gonna feel so gross. It's an emotional video. And I mean, I was yeah. super supportive. I was like, just record it again. And I'm like, no, it's just. Ugh. And I'm like, well, let me see if I plug it in my PC. And PC's like, phone's right here. I'm like, yes, so I got it. I, I had a really similar... didn't want to lose that. I was like, ah, yeah. there's another cup of Jones too, and I Problem. only do like two a month now, so it was like, oh, it's right there, it's ready to go. Um, but I had a cup of Jones problem with D and D show uh, uh, exclusive like, nah. to patrons. All you, all you, all it costs you is a buck, and yeah. you can get access every cup of Jones I've done. So, and that's Jones talking. Just me Jones, talking about stuff, talking about easy. Some of them are about very long. Some of them are forty minutes of only Jones. Some of them are hour and a half. Jones, wow. that's yeah. too long. I get, I, Stop if I don't it. do one for two weeks, and I get you know tons of questions. <laughs> you don't have to answer every question. Oh, they're not a weekly show. I do. I mean, like, Whoa. oh, I don't have to, but yeah. I, I do. Like, if anything is. Um, yeah, if anything ends in a question mark and it makes sense, and I can, uh, and I have an answer that I haven't answered already. Um, but uh, yeah, if I did it every week, it wouldn't be an hour and a half. But like, if it's been three weeks, like those oh, Jones. those questions add up. When you pitched it, when you said I want to do this thing called Cup of Jones, it's basically either me me doing an editorial and also I'll answer some questions. I'm like, yeah, Jones. sometimes. Yeah. If it was going to be, if you said I'm going to do an hour and a half of questions, and it's going to, I'm going to put up the the. I'm gonna write, type them all out, and then put a graphics up for each question. Yeah. I'd say, Jones, don't. That's crazy. And now you're you're trapped in it, man. My God, that's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, shout out up. as long as I'm remembering it yeah, to uh, Michael Favacci, who I incorrectly labeled in our community comments video. Oh no, Favacci. Yeah, Michael Favacci, a, a a previous podcast producer. Yeah. Got straight up dissed in community comments. His questions in there. Uh huh. Just uh, wrong name. He's not credited. Wrong attribution. The name kept oh, kept up from somebody else. Lots else's of names. Lots of questions. Mistakes will be made. Here's a fun one. Hello, allies. I have one really silly question, but I guess there are a plethora of questions like this every time a console launches. What size will the Switch game boxes be? Ah. Ooh. 
what factors should be considered when deciding the size of a box? I can almost see a final Bossman episode covering this topic. Am I wrong to think you would do something like this, Kyle? Love and respect, Cesar. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong. 3DS size, probably, right? Because they're cartridges. No, Jones. No, the box. You can no, put Skyrim the... in a 3DS size box? Wait, wait, wait. Is this for the console or for the games? For the games. Oh. Because that's the thing, Jones. Is like, yes, because the cartridges are going to be small, but I think a box signifies some sort of value. Perception. Perception. I think it has to be at least PS4 size. Okay. Am I alone here? Mm. Well, isn't PS4 and Xbox One the same size now? Oh, Xbox One's a little they're, smaller. They're I think it is a little smaller, yeah, but yeah, Xbox One's practically the same size. PS4 ones are the same as Blu-ray size. Yeah. Hmm. A little thicker. Blu-rays can be pretty skinny. Depends. It's variable, I think. Sure. I could see them doing the same as Blu-ray or maybe a little taller, but not as deep. Okay. What if they did... Super Nintendo N64 style boxes. Cardboard boxes. Yeah. Cardboard box. Yeah. It'd feel good. It feels good to crack one of those things Side, open. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Specifically sideways. But here's the thing, those boxes had value. They do. You yeah. got you got your wrap cartridge there and it's like like white little cardboard holding and then inside you got a full color instruction manual. Go get that on the way home. Can but I do a really fun aside? So I bought um I bought Tekken 3 recently. Yeah. Got you it did. on Amazon, sent it over. Uh it was like saran wrapped or not saran wrapped, but like uh, plastic wrapped. Sure, shrink wrapped. Uh, shrink wrapped. Thank you, Jones. Uh, I undid it, and then out of habit, I went to peel off the <laughs> top yeah. of the CD case, <laughs> even though I haven't done that for probably twenty years. Well, fifteen. Um, that that like innate yeah, yeah. habit was that strong. <laughs> it wasn't there. I mean, the game was used, but it was so weird to That's have awesome. like be a part of that ritual of like, oh, I'm under wrapping a CD. Remember when we did that? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, um, really cool. Uh, turned out the game was uh, did not work. Oh, so oh, I gotta go to game, dude. Yeah. Gotta go to game, dude. Hey, I got hosed. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, I was, I was so mad about that. I was furious. Uh, I remember when they changed that plastic thing to have the little pull tab on both sides because mm. they didn't used to do that. Yeah. Now I noticed that. If you've never felt on un- opening a CD, find try to find some game. That's mint in package. It could be a bad game, but it's worth that feeling. Feel, peeling Ooh. off that little sticker. Unwrapping a game. But that's still on topic here because we're talking about boxes. We're talking about what... The Switches can be cartridges. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird that a full... I think that it will devalue games even to be on a little cartridge is what I'm saying. I'm thinking I'm they'll be like really SD agree. cards, right? Like they'll they're, be, like, they're like chubby SD they're cards. They're going to be flash memory cards. Yeah. Which are in many ways actually better than discs. Oh, think of the loading times. Ooh, yeah. baby. Uh, you know what cases I really like a lot? Sure. I love Vita cases. They're really good size. They look really good. Mm-hmm. The, good the SD card snaps in there real yeah. nice. Yeah. Vita cases are nice. Sometimes they're a little hard to get the card out. It is, and you feel you, you feel you like, feel like, like you're, you're like, going to break oh, it. So you, you got to fix that. Yeah. Fix that. I think it, I think it would be cool... I wonder if they do, because the two Switch controllers on the little middle box thing, mm-hmm. however big that is, I wonder if they make the cases for the games that size. Okay. So there's like a thematic unity. Oh, I like that, Ian. You know, and the logo is a square, right? Because it's got the... Yeah, it's a rounded thing. square. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe the cases are rounded squares, Hmm. which is sort of 3DS, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. I think it should be the same size as a PS4 case, but I don't think that's the case. I don't think it's going to happen. The I, I case? Yeah. You what did I do? <laughs> I, it should be. It should just because... On the other hand, they're cartridges. They're tiny. That's a waste of plastic. Yeah. It would be better for the planet for them to be smaller. Save money. Make the right choice. It would save money. Make the right choice, Nintendo. Save the Earth. Yeah. Make the right choice. Make the right choice, Nintendo. <sighs> Go yeah. with recycled fiber. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I had a friend who wouldn't buy a GameCube because he said it was the kitty console. Yeah. It was so cute. It does I, have a handle no, on it. No, I know. It. I, like, <laughs> it was purple. But It looks like a toy. Yeah. It just, even thinking about it now, it makes me so I mad. I think they should just shrink so wrap the cartridge games. itself because we're done with, with uh, uh, instruction manuals now. They're, mm-hmm. they're gone. Yeah. It's over. Um, you, just, you just shrink wrap them down to just the cartridge itself and have a little switch basket at Best Buy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You just root through it. Huh. You just kind of go through. Bobbing for Switch games. That, that's actually, they could do that where they just. <laughs> oh, there's Zelda right there. Okay. Like the way they sell Put SD cards. No, 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 no. It's got the cardboard back where you can hang it on the thing, but then oh, yeah. the, the cartridge is just in a little plastic case. Oh, but you got to put it back on your shelf. Yeah. Uh, you could have Switch games in cereal boxes now. Oh, God. I think Ben's point is fantastic, though. You see a little GameCube disc, and you think, oh, that's so dinky. GameCube sucks. Meanwhile, GameCube is a beefcake. But you their know? Case, the case for GameCube games was the same as a DVD. Yep. I'm saying, like, just the size of the like the little mini discs. Oh, and yeah. I heard yeah. that, too. That, yeah. like, oh, because it's on a little disc, the games are less good. Like, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Have you played Resident Evil 4? You gotta change this. It's the better version. You gotta change this. No, it's not. It's not the better version. It looks better on GameCube. You don't understand. It was like, nah, nah. GameCube's for kids. I like the Wii. Check out the printers. I'm gonna go to the Switch basket. (laughs) (laughs) Check out the printers. I'm gonna hand out Switch games next Halloween. (laughs) Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Here's all the garbage Wii U games that they put on on the Switch. You know what? I'm gonna be responsible. I was going to let this go off track, but right now, I'm hearing a certain noise. It's podcast hat time. Because I heard it, but I wasn't sure if you were just going to steamroll right through podcast hat Mm -hmm. time. I wanted to be responsible this time. It's good. The following are the official responsible sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of November. Michael Kozachenko at Misha Cause on Twitter. Mango. Misha Coes, excuse me. Misha Coes. iKeyless. Need a new car key or remote? iKeyless.com has been in the key replacement business since 2002. Check them out today and they can help save you up to 75% off of the dealership's prices. If you type an offer code EZA at checkout, you'll get 50% off of your order. Scorn! An atmospheric horror adventure developed by Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Sweet Justice, a sound design company based in England that's worked on Mirror's Edge, Call of Duty, and Battlefield 1. You can see their work and hear their work at www.sweetjustice.audio. Yoyotricks.com, a tutorial website for teaching people how to yo-yo. To buy yo-yos and learn how to get started, visit Yoyotricks.com or their YouTube channel. Go to Yoyotricks.com slash Easy Allies to get 25% off of their top recommended yo-yo for anyone who's ready to start learning yo-yo tricks. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Yeah. We're getting loopy. 
Yeah. Oh my god, there's We're gonna just... be so loopy by the time this podcast is over. Oh, I'm recording a little special thing after this, too. Oh um, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. You wanna pass on that? Okay. We'll we'll we can pass on that. We'll talk about it afterwards. Okay. Um gosh, there's so many I want to do. We're doing this. Let's one. do them all. Let's do them all. Uh, just I want to do them all. I want to do them all. Let's do them all. Quicker. Uh, the quickness is on you all, but well, I don't... let's do it. Uh people don't want quickness. The We're not people... gonna rush them. We'll just not meander for quickness. so long. The reason love and respect works is like we we answer every question. You know, we handle them and like things like that. I, I like that. I'm not saying we don't. Speaking of love and respect, question for the panel. Brandon made a cup of Jones recently. Oh, that's what I was talking about, which was excellent, by the way, about love and respect. And since it's so close to the end of the year, it got me thinking, what is the game that you love most of this year? Not the one that you think is going to win Goaty, but hmm. the one that holds the biggest place in your heart. And which game do you respect the most? Game you don't necessarily like or haven't played all that much, but you still respect from an outsider's perspective. Love and respect, Mikhail from Denmark. Ooh, good one. Jeez, Louise. I got it. What you got? The one I love the most that is unfortunately probably not going to win anything. Monster Hunter Generations. Great pick. Being able to bond with the uh, Easy Allies fans and play that with them and just have a good time has been very special. I haven't experienced anything exactly like that before. It's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been great. The one I respect the most. Uh, is easily Owlboy. Like, just this... Owlboy is nice, Small crew of cats making this absolutely beautiful, heartwarming, impressive game that, you know, they were working on it for years and years and years and years. They were willing to scrap it over and over again to see this this labor of love come to life. It just touches my heart. Beautiful pixel art and music. What you got, Jones? Uh, I love Dragon Quest Builders, man. That, that brought pick. me so much joy this year. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those... It's funny because it's one of those... I stream that game so much, people are like, wow, you're going to score this pretty high. And I'm like, no. I mean, like, it's, <laughs> I'm scored yeah. well, but like... this is Because like, people would ask That's the chat, they're like, wow, you've streamed this for like eight hours so far. This has got to be your goatee. And it's like, not by a long shot. Mm-hmm. This shouldn't be anybody's goatee. Right, but this you love it. This is a very it. basic game, it but it is a basic game goatee. that just speaks to me in so many aspects. Mm-hmm. And it's it's... It's strange to play a game like that that is so similar to many games that I've played, but is so different at the same time. Where like so much of this is me being like, I'm ready for this game. Like I'm prepped. I'm 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 calling on so many other skills that I've developed in games like Minecraft and other building games. Um, but at the same time, it's just so much new stuff. Just that Terra Incognito mode, man. I'm still discovering crazy things that I didn't know. What is that? To somebody who had no idea what you're talking about, what is Terra when you Incognito? Play chapter, when you play chapter one through four in Dragon Quest Builders, you have a very specific block, and it gets bigger in every chapter that you get to build your base in. Terra so it's Incogn- not like Minecraft. It's like, hey, this is your block. Don't leave this. Build you this can town. build things outside of the block. You can uh-huh. put blocks anywhere in the world, but if you want to build a specific room, like if you want to build like a place where people in your village will go and build stuff and make materials for you, uh-huh. it has to be inside of this. Okay. And you can hear it. You can hear. You can see the little sunlight on the ground and the music. Music changes when you step in or out of like your Got base. It. Sure, Terra Incognita. That base is an island, and then you can go to teleporters on that island to take you to places that have elements from chapters one, two, three, and four. Oh. So instead of building just an, a, a castle in Terra Incognita, I built a village. Yeah, and when like someone moves into my town, I'm like, I'm gonna put your little hut where you live off in this little desert patch over here, and then I like, assign it to them, and they go over and they live there, and I got to step. So the <laughs> island is big, like pretty big. Huge. It's the size oh. of one of the islands in the regular game. Oh, Whereas, wow. like, I have my little base on this island, and now it's just like... So it's like adventure mode in Diablo yeah. 3. Yeah. They're like, they're like a, a, a Drackey? They're the bats? A yes. dra- they're like a Drackey yes, yeah. moved into your base. And I'm like, oh, what's up, Drackey? Okay, cool. And then I'm out, like, on my island doing something, and a Drackey walks up, and I'm like, huh! and I go to attack, and I'm like, oh, that's the guy. Hey. And he's just like, hey, I'm just roaming around this hill. I'm like, cool, dude. What's your respect? Such a charming. Uh, I respect Hitman a lot. I, I Hitman. Ooh, good pick. Surprised me 
so much. Like, um, uh, just how much that that uh, um, episodic system makes not only makes sense for the game, but you get the vibe that this game would not have happened. That they were like, we just couldn't sell it as a full game. No one would buy it. You know, like where we just got creative about how we can release it. I, I feel that really fits into the character of Hitman. Um, the story was interesting, but it I wasn't like this needs more of a story. I'm fine. You know, it's like the cutscenes are fun. And it's kind of nice having a through line. Um, it introduces some interesting things about the character of Agent Forty Seven. But at the same time, like I don't care that much, so it's okay. <laughs> you know, like I didn't need to really know like what you know. How does Agent Forty Seven feel about this? It's like it's fine. I'm just gonna go to that place and you know, garrote some guys and steal some uniforms and you know try to have nobody spot me but like also def uh credit because um played hitman one did not like it at all it was like ah. it was just like i just didn't li- i don't like ah. when games are like you're wrong you're wrong hitman you're wrong. one yeah and the, i was just like you mean way back when way back when yeah, oh, yeah okay gotcha it was just and then like played two and it just it was a franchise it was like splinter cell first couple of splinter cells i just didn't like because it was just constantly like you suck you suck and i'm like I, wow you know like yeah it's just just you know I just couldn't get into the groove of it. And then played Blood Money and was like, whoa, was that one of the best games ever made? And then just like yes. really didn't like the next one. Did, was it, just, like, it was kind of like Metal Gear Solid Five. I'm like, I'm just done with this franchise. I don't Not because it's bad, but it's just not my cup of tea. And then couldn't stop playing Phantom Pain. And same with this one. It's like, wow, I just played the entirety of a new Hitman game. Look at that. Because they had this really fun format. You did Respect it was, Wrong. It's a game that you're not playing. Uh, oh, it's it not, doesn't, not It playing. doesn't have to oh, be. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A game you're not, you don't necessarily like or haven't played don't all that much. Don't yeah, necessarily like. Yeah, you can. Much. Yeah. Okay. I didn't go back and do crazy challenges. I'm all not, right. you know, like when, when I finished one of the maps in Hitman, I was like, that was fun. Okay. Uh, Ian, what's one. your love and respect? Uh, the ones I could think of right now, I mean, I do really respect Owlboy because, man, and I love it too. But uh, I think I love The Witness. Mm. I think that was a beautiful game. I I wish that there were more, like, super meta hidden puzzles but it doesn't seem like maybe there are but like um the witness feels like a lifetime ago. the witness feels like many years ago but that was this year which is terrifying uh and then the game i respect i mean it, it's dark souls 3 i mean come on <laughs> no no i have utmost respect for that here's the thing Here's the thing. There are four great games. That's not what this person is writing. That's not what the person wants you to say. I don't respect any other games. <laughs> you don't respect any games that you don't like? Like, that's what the person want, is asking for. Just like, you know, like uh, it's a person. You know, like, I don't really like that person, but I respect what that person does. And yeah. that's re- that's what the question is asking. It, for. It's also pursuant to what I was saying in that Cup of Jones episode. That like, yeah, that that to me is what respect right. means. Is yes. That, like, All right. Well, I agree I'll to disagree, yourself. but I understand. That I mean, you're, I can't think of any games. Opinions. All right, I'll go. I'll go. Keep thinking. Yeah. My love, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what's crazy is I was thinking about that game. I took more screenshots of that game than anything in my life. I pressed the share button frequently as my Digimon evolved. And I was like, I want to scrapbook this. I want to see what my party looked like at each of these moments throughout the game. I've never done that in any game. I rarely did it since. I don't know why. For some reason in Digimon, I really felt compelled to like... Really keep track of all my stupid adventures and what my Digimon looked like. <laughs> and I, God, I love that game. Part um, of me regrets not saying uh, Pokemon Red for my love, mm-hmm. but that game was very stressful for me. <laughs> stressful because I was it's my first. Don't they have game. To We're doing the show year? along the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm just like they have to. Yeah, yeah. Come I opened my year, trap John. on that show. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, I'm making a fool of myself. Right game now. of the year, Jones. Yeah, they have to have yeah. come out this year. Uh, ah, okay. Respect yeah. is Overwatch. I don't like multiplayer games. I'll never get into it. But yeah, mad respect Overwatch. Yeah. My spot. Uh, character art, I'm way into it. Um, level design, I'm way into it. 
respect for creating this new IP that people love out of the gates and keeping people interested into it in it and uh ah I don't know I'm uh I'm I'm way into the brand of Overwatch Overwatch clips really well I, I really love when like uh the YouTube gaming's twitch or uh, Twitter feed will post like a fun little clip like I saw one great oh, one sure. where this guy was listening to like rap music and there was there was like or I think it was like maybe like techno or like dance music and there was like a build to it and right when it like hit the build he like sprung off a thing and sniped a guy mm-hmm. and with the whole rest of it was just like yes yeah, like yeah. I made that happen and it's uh-huh. like this is probably that guy's 500th match of Overwatch but it's like whoa that was cool that thing that just happened or like a guy getting like a double kill using the stupid bow remote or this other guy was like there's some guy out there who, who, who like always plays with crappy remotes that's like his thing and so he was playing literally playing Overwatch with like a thing you pull a string for a bow. And was like, oh, I've seen that Genji, clip. I know the clap you're just talking about. And he got a double kill. Was like, like a nerf, do that? with a nerf bow and <laughs> yeah. arrow, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, just that, Jones. The uh, the thing of like at the end of a match is just like play of the match. That's pretty cool. You see that person's perspective, but also just seeing the character animate after that. Yeah. Is unique to that game. I mean, I guess fighting games do it too. Like I won, but uh, just the art of those characters, those characters themselves. It's interesting to see them. The Sombra, one of the Sombra um, victory highlight real victory uh intros Mm -hmm. it starts as like someone else got the play of the game and then she hacks it and (laughs) takes it over oh that's That's her highlight intro see that's genius it's someone else thinks they got it and it says their their like player name and stuff it's like (laughs) it's like it's like ben mark got the play of the game and then it's like and then it's like Lilia got it mm-hmm. and Sombra it's this kind of and she's just like eh. they care about their characters their characters it's incredible become things yeah I'm into it do you have it's respect to any whatever Overwatch is that like a personal fantasy you have stealing it play the game oh yeah it's, it's, no it yeah. happened it was it ha- very specific well, it happened to me in PTR the other day the only play of the game I got I was playing as Sombra mm-hmm. and like someone else got it and I was like ah and then it like switched to me and I was like whoa it like blew my mind <laughs> yeah and none of, us, cool. none of us were sure if that's what it did or not like someone said like they heard that that's and yeah. then like the right after that it confirmed it and it got to be me and there were four of us playing a sombra <laughs> made me want to play a right now uh, oh. uh all right jones i'm adding another one to it we're right. gonna we're still gonna get under time we're gonna be fine oh we're fine we're good oh, all right never whatever played overwatch ben um how does right. it make you feel well, you've never one. played overwatch yeah not for a second there's yeah, still on time. the PC, play not with e- us. Not even somebody like, oh, let me play that controller. Like, never. Play with us. I know. Play with us. All right, Jones, your response to that one led me to this one. We're going right. to do this fast, okay. uh, but respectfully. Hello, allies. I recently started playing the new Hitman game. I'm on the second mission, and so far, I'm loving it. Mm. Yeah, you are. I was a little scared about the game going episodic, as we all were, but I think it worked out. Sure, it wouldn't have take me too long to eliminate the targets during the first run-through, but I'm finding myself spending more time and having more fun doing the missions on a second and third and fourth, trying to eliminate the targets in all the creative ways and challenges the challenges ask you to. So... Now that we've seen a known franchise turn into an episodic game, which franchises do you want to see or maybe would be interested in seeing turn episodic? And why do you think that game can be a successful one? Love and respect, Andrew Left. So, I think this is an interesting question because I think Square Enix is asking this same question right now. Yeah. Oh, say, yeah. Oh, that worked? Let's do it more. And... The- Maybe other publishers are too. It's re- the thing is, it's really good with Hitman because it, the form is the function. Like yes. you've said before, Jones. Like 
the episodes make sense because it's built into the story that this guy's going to be sitting around for two months between when contracts come in. Mm-hmm. And even the play styles of replaying the thing, it's like, oh, I got a different contract. Or like, oh, my and, friends and made a the, contract. Yeah. And there's the yeah. elusive targets, right. which are genius, which no game is doing. Is that no your friends that. made yeah. the target? or is that That's the world, one, right? There's one target that will come out. You get one shot to kill him, one play. Do it. Wow. You miss him and he gets away. You lost. Wait for the next one. In yeah. weeks. Yeah, the next month, right? Yeah, it's Dude, crazy. That's so you're staring through that sniper scope like, please don't miss. Please don't miss. Like, and that's what you would be doing that if you were a hitman. So they actually recreate that's that. That's cool. And all sorts of other little random challenges and stuff like that they throw at you. Yeah. So, uh, can it be replicated, Jones? Could other games do? I can't. For the life I, of me, I can't think of another franchise. Ben's got one. I have, I have a... I've wanted this forever. Ooh. Okay. Um, not that I don't love the full versions of these games. I absolutely do. But I would, I've always wanted like a Tales from the Mass Effect kind of thing where like you have this big universe and you've all these different races where they have their own etymology and you get to read like their crazy codex entries. And I want to like play as the different races in Mass Effect and go through their like individual conflicts and have every episode focus on a totally different thing. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, stuff where you have a big universe and you could do anthology stuff. Yes. That's a no-brainer. That's great. Mm-hmm. Also, I think anything like a Tomb Raider, uh, you get intel on a new tomb. You go to the that place. Yeah, because uh, I think a cool thing about Hitman is that this it's presumed this guy's story continues from month to month. Between, yeah. yeah. It's not like we need to get the next month. It's like, okay, hours yeah. later. It's like that kind of thing. And so, yeah, Tomb Raider in real life, hey, you're not doing a cool... You're not doing a... 18 years worth of raiding tombs in, like, one day. Right. I think that's kind of a cool idea, Ian. Well, also, like, the uh, there is another way to do this, like, uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 did it, where, like, my roommate and I were playing those games, and they felt like a TV show. We would play the entire episode in one go, and then it would have the little preview for next week, and they came out weekly. Like, they had the game finished, and they just did it episodic for whatever reason. And I actually think it, it made that game feel really kind of fun. And we looked forward to next week when we would download it and play it, mm-hmm. you know? So I think there is a way to do it like that, too, with a more traditional narrative. Um, I just have to say, I think I said entomology when I was talking about Mass Effect, and that makes no sense. I guess I'm just kidding. Entomology? I think I, think I said entomology, which is not... Entomology, yeah. which is uh, words. Yeah. 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 So we all let ben, one, we all went with it too. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't yeah, even that, notice. Yep, that didn't must have been that didn't make any ben, sense. I didn't even realize you were on the couch. <laughs> ben, what is this? A podcast is midnight. Uh, yeah, I got a franchise that will never do this. Wait, etymology is, is words. Entomology, I have no idea what that is. Entomology might be animal. Isn't no. entomology the study of insects? Yeah. Mm. Let's just Google we're, it. Okay, we're gonna Google that. Jones, go ahead. I got a franchise that there's no way they would ever do this, but I think it would be interesting. Call of Duty. Uh, some of my favorite moments from Call of Duty are uh, insects in are in the campaign where I will finish a character or I will be in a character and they're like, "Guess what? You're dead." I'm like, "Oh, oh!" And they're like, "Now you're this person," mm-hmm. and it's five months later, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And now I'm kind of digging into what that other person did. Or, like, in the case of Black Ops and some other ones, it's like, that actually didn't happen. That actually didn't, might not have happened the way you thought it did. Like, your perception and that character's perception were different. So it'd be really interesting for them to sell an experience that, I mean, and and Call of Duty has done this where they'll, you know, so many months down the road, they'll release maps. It's like, just give me a couple maps, give me a little bit of story. Then later on when you're going to release more maps, give give me that other aspect, that other angle. And, like, really sell it leading up to it. You know, so where I finish and I'm just like, ha you stupid bad guys got you. And then the next one's like, you're those guys. And you're like, okay, we'll all be the bad guys then. And you're like, 
oh, I actually see the side of the story you're coming at now. Actually, oh, oh, I was the bad guy originally. Or maybe I wasn't. I don't know. And then, like, the third one's like, oh, you're these other crazy third people now. So you really, like, get a gap in the story where you can, like, you get credits and you're done. And you think, oh, okay, I wrapped up that story. And it's like, you didn't, actually. There's little little details. And then when I play chapter two now, I'm going to go back and play chapter one because there's stuff I didn't even realize that was going on in that chapter one. Characters saying things I didn't understand the meaning of. Um, could be interesting. Just because of those, you change characters. And you have done that infamously in all the Call of Duty yeah. games. Yeah. There, there is those shifts in, Call of Duty in the, in the narrative. would be an interesting episodic game. I mean, never. They would never do no, that. No, it would be the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Activision's like, <laughs> Another right. one that I've wanted for a long time. Mm-hmm. Last time I suggested this, I can't remember who it was, but they shot me down immediately. But uh, Is it Castlevania? Yeah. Yeah. It's probably me. Go continue, though. <laughs> <laughs> The wind is kind of out of the sails now, but uh, no, I think it'd be great if you had a Castlevania, you build it into the story that it's a 2D Castlevania and the map is planned out and like new months, maybe things change and shift back. The castle's continuously changing and shifting and growing, but it adds more to the castle. And I think maybe you have, you introduce a new explorer character or a Maria type character or something that Ooh. keeps that keeps discovering or unearthing new parts of the castle, mm-hmm. um, and it or different parts unlock or whatever. But the castle and it goes on forever. The game never stops. Yeah, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Symphony of the Night style, and things keep shifting and like events can change. That once you buy this episode, you know it adds items back here or like. Like, maybe part of the castle burns down. So, like, that part turns to the burn down part. And it just keeps evolving and growing. And, and you build it into the story that the castle is alive and shifting and growing and changing. And there's a character discovering new parts of it. I think it could be cool. The base game would be big. And then each month, you would, they, like, Jeeves or whoever would discover a new part. It's cool. Because I think why <clears throat> Hitman works is the experimentation and the exploration. Yeah. It's something that you'd want to replay over and over that you can have this one environment for a month and find new things to do in that. It doesn't feel restrained by its format. It's celebrating it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's using the best parts of it. And I think Mm -hmm. you could do that in a Castlevania too. Yeah, I hear you. You know what's going to... You've got a plan. I'm not saying you go in like half-ass and you don't know what you're doing, but like the first game, you know, maybe... And you have a schedule. It's once a month. So the first game is there and then the next parts are going to start coming out month after month. And there are things that are too high to jump to in certain areas. And then the first month expansion, you find the double jump boots or whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It could be interesting. I hear you. <clears throat> I guess uh, under those qualifications, <coughs> a, like a complex environment that you can find new things in and you can experiment with, it's so hard to me for me to think of like, oh, yeah, that would be a really good episodic. It's tough. If you build, I think if you, I think with anything like this, if you build it into the narrative, if there's a reason for it, Mm -hmm. it could be cool. Yeah. Or maybe people, or, ha, maybe this, combining those ideas, each month, it's a new person trying to go into the castle, looking for the last person that went into the castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's like a few, yeah, it's like a month later. Yeah, it's a month later, real time. So people keep going into this castle, and maybe they're disappearing. Maybe some of them get out, but they've gone insane. Based on like, your performance, it'll affect what based they on did. Your perfor- Ooh, that's yes. cool. Like if you, and if so you like, finish the last boss fight, you don't have a lot of health. Your character actually died and became an undead. Yeah, and then you have to, and, there's, and, and then you have to or... fight the previous player with your gear. Like that could be really cool. All right. And every time you go in, the castle is 
similar but different. I like the idea of a Castlevania game that you kill Dracula, and they're like, I did it, and you go to the front door, and it's locked. You're like, let me out, let me out. And credits, like, ah. oh god, you go insane. Then you boot up the second act, and you're a new person going in uh, oh, castle. Oh, that's so dark. You're picking up signs of the, you know, what happened to this other character, but the, and you know, they've gone this, crazy this and totally taken over the castle. Yeah. Jones, for some reason, I really don't like that. <laughs> uh, here we go from Cisco M Garcia. This is a fun little stupid game we're gonna play. <laughs> Due to the upcoming first official Easy Allies meetup, woo! I think it is December vital. That we have two things. Ooh. A proper ally salute. Oh my. And oath. <laughs> that we will make as a group to honor our leaders, the nine, but also to honor each other. You may be our leaders, wow. but we are all allies. Yeah. The nine. Anyway, yeah, discuss possible oaths and salutes. And the panel, please. <laughs> the the casual nine. Shift. Sorry for any typos. That's Just got so off funny. work. Love and respect to all. Love that. I mean, love... nine. We're third of the nine kings. I think so. I got the ring. The nine, nine is a thing. It's nine been for the humans. The nine. Yeah. Um, nine salute. I'm nervous about. I'm very nervous to like figure out a salute. I mean, the oath is love and respect, right? Or does yeah. it have to be like a sentence? I, I don't think it's think just so. you just no. say love and respect. I think that's the only thing that makes sense. That's yeah. that's it. We got that nailed but down. What is the salute? Is it a hug? Well, some people yeah, don't want to be say, hugged. Like, is okay. Like an e, C, or an L and R. I don't know. That's very close to gang signs. But it's a salute. How are you gonna like a salute is like a? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. uh, for I listeners, like I one. just pounded my shoulder and and that's too it's too militaristic. Outward. Salutes generally are. Yeah, that's true. We could co-op the uh, turtle doves. Turtle doves. So the salute is to make a bird with our hands. A bunch seeing a bunch of people just do this. <laughs> love and amazing. respect. Yeah, love and respect. That's yeah. kind of cool. And and love the and the dove is a symbol of peace. Whatever you know. Yeah, yeah. I like it because it throws out any pretense of trying to be cool too. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't. Nobody's race. being cool with love and respect. It's not. And happening. you gotta you gotta go up. Yeah. Okay. And and uh, kind of using a, a handshake that my my best friend growing up and I Joe Aherns used to have. Here, give me your. We used to we used to do. We used to go, it used to be, it was like this, like this, and then we'd pound, and then we would do the birds oh. together. Oh. <laughs> so you could do it with, you could, you could do it with bird. allies where you go, where you just go, like. So that's just like a just, I don't regular high five? Part, just oh, just part. the bird part. So you skip the pounding. <laughs> Let's try yeah. that one more time. We can do a better you bird. You just go. Beautiful. Together. So Ian and Ben cr- together created a bird. So you could, yes. you could just go up to Bossman and go. And like, yeah, that was really good. Secrety. I just imagine that like, might work. The PSX conference is about to start, and then like third row, just like waiting, and I look over, and somebody's just like, <laughs> "Ooh, <laughs> jumping at each yeah. other." That's just pretty it close sick. to the chest, just to, you know. What's scary is like you eyeball somebody, and they just do it. The, <laughs> the <second laughs> real subtle. That's dangerously close to cool. Like this, that's yeah. almost cool. I which think is it's allowed to be cool sometimes. Yeah. But uh, you gotta look, you gotta like secret do it. For yeah. listeners, to explain what Jones just did, he did a very subtle bird over his in, chest. Yeah, very yeah. close, very close to his chest. Yeah. Just flash the birds. Puts birds. his eyes down, it does just look really cool. flashing birds at each other. Jazz hands. I wanna, wow. I wanna have somebody do that to me, and then we never speak. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just across <laughs> the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the two flaps. Dang, that's cool. I feel like the cool version is just two flaps. Yeah, yeah two just, flaps. Two flaps feels right. And then you do it back, and that's it. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, love and respect. It's been communicated. With a little yep. nod. Dang, that was fun. Message received. <laughs> Message received. Transpiring. Uh, uh, this is our final question. We're at, we're at fifty one minutes. This is our final question. Our final love and respect. Minutes. I know. Yeah, kind of. This was fun. I love doing these. Yeah. Look for more later in December. 
when I'm on a vacation again. Um, <laughs> when okay. everything falls apart in LA when the holidays happen. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Hey, allies, watching Kyle play SSX got me remembering how big of a jump it was going from PS1 to PS2. Oh, yeah. I remember a friend of mine who was a huge Madden fan at the time, and she was so impressed loading up Madden 2001 that the only thing she could say was, you can see the stadium reflection in their helmets. Video games haven't gotten better since then. Um, I, caught, <laughs> I caught Huber and Brad playing the NES Classic the other night, too. And they talked a bit about the jump from 8-bit to 16-bit while playing Double Dragon. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering what the panel thinks is the biggest jump from one generation to the next, whether that's defined by simply graphics or other features such as motion controls. I'll leave that up to you. Lastly, do you think we'll ever see a significant jump to console capabilities ever again? Or are we just going to get moderate, moderate upgrades and gimmicks for a while? Love and respect, Steve. Steve. Moderate upgrades are still cool. I think that the jump, the next jump is going to be AI. And when we get like quantum computing, that's that's easy enough to do. AI that's startlingly realistic might be the next big thing. Because I mean, graphics, whatever. Like the best they're going to get is real. You know? No. So, I think we're going to start getting some freaky, freaky stuff. I think we're going to. I think we're going to start. We're going we're to get the Polar Express in games. We're going to oh, start. Jones, see, yeah. pick a different movie, please. No, that, I picked that movie intentionally. Like it's because gross. It's, it's, it's horrifying. Yeah. I mean, Polar yeah, Express yeah. is a horror film. You want that? Yeah. No, we're no, going to start getting that. We're going to start getting game characters. We've already like, got that, baby. Ah, oh, sure. You know, yeah. It's like, look how real I look, Ben. Like, stop. <laughs> stop looking so real. Yeah. It's interesting going back and playing a game like Skyrim, which is like trying that realism so hard. And it's so and bad. And then now it's like up res. Bad faces. You know, people's faces just like. They can't. Yeah. Um, you got to make appropriate so yeah, style choices to not be weird. I just, I, I, I think, I, I think the AI, I think these things are going to be something where like we're going to be in the moment and then kind of look behind us and be like, whoa, we actually have come a long way, haven't we? But like every time a new thing happens and you get your hands on it, it's not going to be as satisfying as the PS2 or, in my opinion, the 64, the 64 yeah. and PS1. I yep. think are, yeah, the, that the is, jump that is, in 3D. Is, is, it's almost like we can't the have the moment. debate. That's yeah. it. That's from from. Yeah. 16 to 32 slash 64 is like that. That will never be yeah. the same. Do you want? Do you honestly want to know uh, what kind of gave me a similar feeling as to playing Super Mario 64 for the first time? Put playing the HTC Vive. That yes. was the closest the Vive, I yeah. felt mm-hmm. to that huge of a leap. Like just being able to draw something and then walk around it. Like it. It's it so melted cool. my brain. Uh huh. I still want to do that one. Yeah. Because it's like, I remember I was working at uh, Blockbuster when the 64 came out. And like, it was the kind of thing where you could like rent the consoles from Blockbusters and like, not from ours. The, the, the 64 was never at that Blockbuster. I don't know why. It was already, it was, it was always rented out for some reason. It's because it was at like one of our houses. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I remember like going over to my friend's house uh, and Mike Buddy co- co-founded GT. Yeah. And playing 64 and all of us huddled around trying to offer suggestions to the person playing but none of us could because we know what the hell was going on like i don't i don't know it's like should i pick this thing up and throw it it's like how do you pick it up pick what like pick something up and turn around in three dimensions and throw it in another direction it was like yeah jones wow hearing you talk about that that's so interesting yeah like 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 spinning bowser around and chucking him to a specific part of the ring it's like we're all terrible at this mind-blowing no one none of us are going to step in like i can do this before i've done this before like Like, none of us had done it and so it's like Going into the cannon and being able to launch yourself at any point in the level, like, 
Mario 64. Man. Like, I wish I could take everybody back who couldn't experience that at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was like earth shattering. Yeah. yeah. I think the next jumps will have to be things that seem crazy sci-fi right now. Like, effective VR is really good. I think AR is going to be really cool next. But it'll have to start being stuff like the video game he plays in her like holograms that game or like sucks no i oh, mean whatever but yeah, like yeah, yeah just like something just you know but you know what i mean yeah. you know or or um <laughs> kind of like cognitive things like stranger strange days or whatever it's called where you're going into like a hollow bed and you're dreaming but you can play it stuff like that where it's like things that just seem insane to us now but when we're 80 or whatever it'll be the norm yeah i the jump, I think the jump right now will be so nuts that we may may, may not even like know what it'll be. So something that I think would actually scare me, like I would, I'd have to really sit down and think about what it means, is being able to talk with and like have a conversation with an AI. Yeah, that is, that is not scripted. Just to be able to say that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. improvisational AI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like you would need like quantum computers to do that effectively. Yeah. I think, but it's like D and D. Right. Yeah, There's yeah, no game yes. master. It's just a rolling. It's just rolling. Where with you. you, the people make that world. Yeah. You know, it's <sighs> like I mean, it's like a GTA or a Red Dead or something. But everything, just, it's a West World. Yeah. Everything just lives, yeah. mm-hmm. and you go into it, and there aren't. I mean, there are storylines, but also they're just things that are living there. Analysis. And you interact with them. Yeah. I just, but I just like imagine how guilty I feel every time I like finally put Animal Crossing down. Every iteration that I've played, where it's mm-hmm. like, uh, okay, this was fun. Thank you. Oh, but I played like, it for five months, but I am like, bye, Josh. And then, right, and then when you feel like five months later, you're like, oh, I, wonder, I wonder what's going on in my town right now. No, bad Isabel, weeds everywhere, and they're all Isabel's lonely. Nobody's like getting so their mail. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. But imagine actually if 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 a video game character could miss you, you know, you boot oh, it up. Oh God. I, I get a little bit of that infinity too because yeah. their, their their AI will change. Uh, the thing they say when you put the figure back in the base will change depending on how long it's been since you put them on. So if it's been a long time, they'll say they'll be like, "Where have you been, man?" Oh you know? God! Oh jeez, uh, that's brutal. Yeah. I don't know what kind of surfer character that is, but uh, a sad one. But even just that is kind of like, I mean, ha ha! But you didn't mean that because your computer stopped scaring me. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the the, the next step Scalpel further down there is is creepy. I mean, yeah, that's I, the thing. Yeah, exponential growth of computing technology—it's going to happen. You know, yeah. the singularity is going to happen, so... But I think for those things to happen, I think... I don't think we're going to see those in a Titanfall or a COD or, or a Witcher or a, you know, Bloodborne. Like, I think we're going to see that in a lower-priced, very simple experience that's available on PC that you can... That has a lot more, you know, possibilities beyond that. Where it's like, yeah, it's just, there's... You don't really do... There's no mission, there's no end, there's no credits, there's nothing. But there is just this person sitting in a chair. Talk to it. Have fun. Third you know, life. like... And then, yeah, this thing that I just spent very little money on, you know, that uh, it's Why not taking a lot. Why do you think it'd be lot, cheap? Um, to get more people into it. To, to, oh, to make it, you know, oh, just like, if you do it full price, like an MMO see it's like a small experience. But monthly fee, yeah. maybe. I mean, like, VR's great. I'm digging VR big time. None of us know what it's like to double jump or do a wall jump. Right. Yeah. How cool would it be to be in a world where you can do a wall oh, jump? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's hey, it. And, how, and how scary yeah. would it be? Oh, it'd be terrifying. Yeah, but like if you're but running you on the side so of a cool. building, <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, it, that is the scene from The Matrix with Neo and Morpheus. That's what <laughs> yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that that would be the next thing that really blows people's mind. I think. Yeah, and we're very far from that. I think there are many, many years ahead of consoles that will bore us, as they say. This is the new generation, and they will have a large overlap with last year's consoles. Just uh, oh yeah, Call of Duty's on this one and this one, it's, <laughs> but it's gonna be slightly better on PS5. Pretty good on PS4. 
pretty good on yeah. PS7. Yeah. Look forward to it's it. It's not and, compromised. And then PS8, it's like, hop in, Kyle. You're gonna wall jump in real life. On PlayStation 8, I'm gonna be so I'm just, excited. I'm still waiting for the PlayStation 9. Yeah. From the PS2 the commercial. Drug. Yeah. Where it's just that silver orb, and it just like you're sniffing you're in. in it. You do. You you ingest it through your nose. The PS9. You did. Yeah, yeah. It, the orb opens were, up and you sniff it. There was definitely in. like boba something that you yeah. would like drink or put I your ear. Forgot like, that yeah. aspect of it, but yeah, it's like yeah. I don't think it's. It might be less far off than we think. I don't know. Oh, but I mean, like, what sucks is once we can double jump. Once we're that close. Society can't hold us up. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, the human race is gonna tear itself apart. Yeah, Black Mirror will become real. Right. Like, there's. I want that thing so bad, but also so many other things happen at that time right. that we are at the singularity. Like, we're done in two more days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, we uh, came we, up with this thing where you could put your brain into a computer game. Up, oh, the robots just killed everyone yeah, in yeah, the government. Exactly. Okay. Um. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, we had a good run. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good double jump. I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 It was great. You'll never see it. Uh, the yeah. AI just uh, evolved 20 million years in the last two days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Imagine the AI talking. You'd be like, uh, the, the nuclear missiles are on their way. Do, do you want to double jump some more? Or do, you want to, do you want me to shut down? Or what do we... Like, uh, throw me in. Throw me in there. Let's, let's go in. <laughs> Give me another jump. Would you like Give me to me tell you when they're going to... No, don't tell me. No, no, no. Run a simulation. <laughs> tell me how good Mario 64 was for those people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's a fun question. God, mm. I, I really want to be able to download my consciousness into something. <sighs> yeah, but I mean, I want to play end. that game. Yeah, the Ian Hank wanna... AI <laughs> downloaded consciousness <laughs> game. I want to live that for eternity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be one of the AI. I want to download my mind, man. Mm-hmm. I would you do like that. Text, my friends like the friend text. Like, yeah, he's, I mean, he's not real. He's an AI, and you know, in the, the cloud that messages me through my phone. But uh, I'm sorry, you're saying Animal Crossing. That's <laughs> yeah. one of my Animal Crossing villagers. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> sorry, Having a boring dude. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and then the AI is like way more intellectually advanced than you are, and it's oh, just like oh, these little humans. They're you're the pets to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like oh, I forgot to feed my human. Uh, whatever. It probably sorted it out. Isn't Jones but, cute yeah. when he visits yeah. our town? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't Jones cute when it when it looks at its phone? Oh, man. Fun talk. That is the end of the Love and Respect episode of this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We will have a regular Easy Allies podcast next week. With the result of last week's bet. With the result of last week's bet. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be live again. We're going to be real again. It's fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Who wants to do the sign-off? I'll do the sign-off. Okay, Jones will take (laughs) it. (laughs) Took it. I wait, was going to say everyone suckers. at the same time should We do should it. promote Easy Allies at the same time, too. Well, I was going to begin with that, yeah. The, the um, way we got all of these questions for this yes. week's episode, yeah. Uh, we got these uh, because uh, people are patrons of us, mm-hmm. which means uh, they uh, subscribe to us on patreon.com slash Easy Allies. They're, 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 they're putting their money into the pot that is the Easy Allies production budget. Um, all of the money donated, we don't say this a lot, all of the money donated to Easy Allies goes into our salary or production expenses. Like, we're not hoarding any of it somewhere. Um, so, uh, you, that, that money will be put to action. Um, is that a concern? Uh, that we're uh, hoarding our money? No, it's just that we're, yeah, that we're, like, saving up for something, or that we're, like... We should be we saving up no for something. We have no grand plans! All the way to the bank, you yeah, know, exactly. Like, I we're burning it every week! Yeah. <laughs> um... But uh, uh, just, we do just have grand that, like, plans, though. You know that, like that again. Your 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 money's not going to go in some like you know you know bank vault somewhere that we roll around like Scrooge McDuck. Like it's going to go funds. into equipment. It's going to go into you know paying us for our services or go into got you um, uh, equipment that we desperately need. We're ordering new stuff tonight. I'm yeah. Gonna sit down and audio stuff. Um, 
it would be used possibly for audio, but it is not directly audio equipment. Oh, I know uh, what you're ordering. You will, cool. you'll, 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 you'll see it. It'll be in this room somewhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, it's going to be good. We, 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 we cannot do this without the support that we get, and we, uh, we exist because... We have an amazing audience that supports us a lot. So we encourage you to Keeps us not alive. only uh, 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 you know, uh, subscribe to us on Patreon because that supports us, but you get cool stuff. Uh, $1 or more, you get Cup of Jones, uh, all the episodes along with anything eventually that we might do that will be just exclusive to Patreon. $5 more gets you the podcast early and gets you the chance to, to ask us questions for love and respect. Thank you for everybody that has given us $5 that wrote a question that we didn't answer. Yeah, I got to say, <laughs> yeah, because like, there's so many good ones. and I enjoy reading through them. I do. And it's good for me to like gauge where everybody's at, our audience is at, and how they're feeling. And yeah, it's it's a fun read every week. Uh, apologies if you're frustrated that yours never gets in. It's just communicate that never hurts. You know, if you're like do you know do love and respect for the next time, and maybe like throw a little sentence in the beginning and be like, hey, fourth time I've asked this question, just that way. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like it's good to know. I'll, I'll definitely get message from people. They're like, hey, I mentioned something in for Cup of Jones, and you didn't answer me, and I'm like, well, I answered that question in you know two or three. A couple of Joneses ago, so I just want to be redundant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. I try to go with the flow. I try to like bounce back and give. Always, yeah, I try always to good to have checks and balances. Show if something these. didn't work out on Patreon, if you subscribe at a certain level and you're like, hey, you never answered my question, or you mentioned my name wrong, or you mispronounced my name, let us know. Like we definitely. Wait, yeah. Jones, are you saying if somebody says something four times in a row, it should get in? Uh, I'm saying they should they should mention it to you that it is. Oh, okay. You know, Ben hosts Frame Trap. I do Cup of Jones. Ben also, you know, manages the Q and A. So, like, different members of the Easy Allies pick questions at different times. So, yeah. If oh, you we want, had you that double dip in there, that one time. Double yeah. yeah. Nudge us, uh, and we, you know, we'll either explain why it didn't happen, or maybe offer suggestions of how you can get, you know, those uh, the good stuff in front of our eyeballs, so that uh, you'd be you'd be more cap- uh, more have better odds of getting picked for one of our Q and As. Also, it doesn't hurt to double dip. You know, if you have a question that you're dying to get answered, you Ooh. know, throw it at Ben, throw it at me, throw it at. At, uh, on the Q&A. Okay. And uh, you'll probably, you know, when we go fishing for questions, hopefully we'll uh, we'll, we'll pick a winner. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, easyallies.com, patreon.com slash easyallies, and obviously we're on uh, Twitch and, and Twitter and Facebook. And YouTube. And YouTubes. It's got two channels on that YouTubes. What are they? You put a plays at the end of Easy Allies at the end of that URL. Is that like a Let's Imagine Play channel? What is that? Is. Yep. All of our uh, Twitch archives go there. Stream Most archives. Yep. So what if I don't really like uh, Twitch? Where can I see your stuff? Uh, YouTube.com slash Easy Allies or Easy Allies Plays. Oh, okay. You can see all of our videos. We do shows and stuff, too. Yeah. I used to like when you did, like, um, Pop Facts. Do you do it's that called, anymore? It's now called Game Sleuth. Okay. Game Sleuth. Um, and uh, we've done two episodes of that. The last one is one of my favorite Game Sleuths or Pop Fictions ever. Mm. Um, I wow. used to like when Very Game good. Trailers did reviews. Yeah, we do those. Does the same guy do the voiceover? Yeah, same guy does. Oh, cool. We, we got him on retainer. Mm. <laughs> I feel like that's true. Very, yeah. <laughs> Very professional, that guy. Very, oh, uh, yeah, great. Yeah, d- doing lots of other things. Frankly, though, like, best yeah. in the biz. Best in the biz, no question. You can easily say that. Yeah. yeah. Who and does better VO on, on video game reviews? Nobody. Not Nobody. many people do VO in general at video games. Or movie reviews. Let's even, let's just say all reviews. Yeah. Like, who's reviewing a car with better VO? Very prove few. it. Show us. Yeah. Say yeah. this person's better than Jones. No one's got the prove it ticket, so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave that up for corrections next week. Weird guy, though. What? what Weird if, like, guy. What Weird if people guy. offer up, like, a lot of different people? Oh, like, well, you know. <laughs> they got Lawrence Fishburne. This guy does pasta. He's really good. <laughs> pasta <laughs> reviews. Okay, now it's time for corrections. Uh, Jones, uh, I got about 70 people here. Unfortunately, I got to read this lift off. Um, <laughs> yeah. Better, better than All are better than you. <laughs> Somehow, but, uh, like, they can prove it objectively. It happens. That's what we're here to do. We're here to prove things objectively on this podcast and in our reviews. That's where you go to find all that stuff. 
Um, and if uh, and if you don't, does uh, give I, us money, you still get our stuff. I used to like when uh, when Final Bossman would do his show. Final Bossman is yeah. there a Final Bossman show? Yeah, what, what's with that? Where can I find that? No, nowhere. No, no. Oh, huh? It's too bad. I wonder why that is. Is it because Boss was such a weirdo, or yeah? Uh, yeah, you know what? He's just, uh, he's got weird desires. He never really knows what he wants in life. None of us do, baby. Yeah. None of us do. Yeah, so, yeah, if you were a fan of the final <laughs> boss, man, that's dead. You'll never find anything like it again. Uh, I don't know if he'll ever do anything exactly like it. I don't Whoa. know if he'll ever have the resources. Whoa. Resources. He demands resources. I do demand resources. <laughs> we got, like, we each got, like, three shows. <laughs> two? You got two. What do you think this I is? This yeah. is a show? I work hard on the show. You got one show. I work hard on the show. I do two streams every week. That's we true. We had a tournament tonight. He I need to stream more. I want to stream more. Oh, yeah, more. I do work hard on that stuff, too. This went in a weird direction. It did. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to witch hunt you. I just want your show to be on our thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a show. I'm thinking. I'm truly thinking about it. I don't know if I'll do Bossman at home. I think i Well, shoot. We're saying too much. We're teasing. I, just, I don't know. I think you're talented, and I want you to have beautiful content under no. the Easy Allies umbrella. Mm-hmm. I, I want I want our studio. It. I want the studio future for Easy Allies. Real bad. Because I want be weird. Like, I want to do bonus bits. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like I'm just I'm, even like the betting special, which will be coming up. I have no idea how, for how we can shoot it. It's frustrating to me to like figuring out the logistics of it. Well, and it's different too because people people make the comparison of like, oh, the betting specials used to be this whole big thing. Yeah. And like, there were more of us working only that job full time. There were people there. Don and myself and sometimes more people who would shoot things and edit things. Yeah. And now it's just all nine of us all kind of doing everything and trying to also maybe do other stuff too while we do it. So it's tough. Yeah. But we want to consistently deliver top quality stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's room to grow. Room to room grow. To grow. This you have so the serious. power. Yeah, that's fun. Easy Allies is a company on the grow. Yeah. <laughs> Trending up, baby. <laughs> uh, and that's it. Yeah, sign us yeah, off here. Signing yeah. this thing off. Oh, sign us off. Yeah. Thanks for the swell podcasts, everybody. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.